Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Thursday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Check in with the Dodgers after last night's win over the Astros, and it looks like they've moved on. Joe Kelly getting uh, eight games, which would be equivalent to 22 games if we had a 162-game schedule. But I'm glad that we finally have somebody suspended for that 2017 cheating scandal by the Astros. I just want to talk to the commissioner and say it feels like you're still protecting the Astros because that's a heavy punishment to hand down to Joe Kelly. Did he deserve to be suspended? Absolutely. What the commissioner is saying, in my opinion, is if anybody else goes headhunting with the Astros, this is what you're getting. Joe Kelly will appeal. They'll probably knock it down to five or six games. But he is saying, in very strong words, if you go after the Astros you're going to face this kind of punishment there. Notre Dame jumps into the ACC, at least for 2020, and I think it's a win for both. you got Jazz Pelicans tonight, Clippers and the Lakers. We say good morning to Chat Row. Also, uh, those watching on YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show and listening on the Fox Sports Radio lineup, numbering 362 affiliates. I mentioned the Jazz at the Pelicans. I've been talking about this all morning long. That Zion Williamson is a game-time decision, even though Zion yesterday said, hey, I want to play, but we got to do what's best for me and the team. Ben Golliver, he covers the Washington Post, NBA, national writer, and he joins us now. All right, we got seven hours to tip off. Is Zion Williamson playing tonight for the Pelicans, Ben? Well, like you said, game-time decision. Very strange situation. He obviously left the bubble a couple of weeks ago to attend to what they're calling a family emergency We've got no real details about that. He didn't meet with the media until yesterday, Wednesday, for the first time uh, since he's been down here. You know, at that point, his body language was loose. He was smiling. He was kind of joking, said he was ready to go if he needed to play the entire game. So based on that scene alone, I would assume he would, would be a go. But uh, it's just another strange chapter for him. It seems like he's always dealing with these medical questions. Is he in? Is there going to be a minutes limit? It's kind of dogged in his entire rookie season. Have you heard of any health issues? No, and, and he said he felt fine. He actually said he felt better now than he did in March, uh, you know, before the shutdown. Uh, of course, they're trying to be completely cautious with him. I think that they realized that they probably got spooked, frankly, by the, the October knee surgery that he went through before he even played a game. The situation where this guy is your franchise player, the number one pick, you've invested so much in him. 
But I also think there's a lot of pressure on him to play right now, right? I mean, yeah. you look at the NBA, they invited 22 teams down here, mainly so they had an excuse to get Zion on television. I think six of his first seven games are on <laughs> national television, TNT tonight, ESPN on Sunday night. So if he's not there, there's going to be a big hole in the program. Do you think if I got an honest answer from the Pelicans front office, if they wanted to be there in the bubble on the outside looking in, maybe not even making it into the playoffs, would they have opted to stay in New Orleans? I don't know. I think a lot of teams are glad to be down here, even if they don't have a championship to play for necessarily. If you talk to some of the executives for teams who aren't here, there's a lot of concern that FOMO, right? They're missing out. They're not getting the developmental opportunities. They're maybe trying to have this second tournament somewhere where they could actually get some time to see their players and have them compete in some scrimmages. But these guys have already been going for two weeks. A lot of these teams look a lot better than I thought they would. I was expecting choppy, ugly basketball kind of across the board. And it seems like they've been able to you know, get their chemistry right here on a pretty quick timeline. So I think for a team in their situation, it's always good to be, build buzz. You have to get the chemistry from your, your young core too, whether it's Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball. Those guys were really starting to gel after Zion coming back. So I'm sure they're glad to be playing, but it, it does put a lot of pressure on them to keep Zion healthy and to make sure that uh, this doesn't wind up you know, sidetracking their future. Is it just a coincidence that the Pelicans' schedule in the bubble is the easiest schedule of all 22 teams, Ben? Well, it's, it's owing to their schedule before they got here being one of the toughest in the league, right? And so there's a few different uh, ways they assembled the schedule, but they started with taking whichever teams you had left on your schedule. Those would be the first eight teams that you would play. So it's not entirely coincidental because, you know, there is a little bit of adjustment here and there, but they had a really tough schedule early in the season. People might forget they lost 13 straight games at one point uh, earlier in the year. And Alvin Gentry keeps harping on that uh, as a sign of his team's mental toughness because they could have just fallen apart at that point, And they didn't. They stuck around until Zion got back. So I think that they were hoping to have an easy, an even easier schedule, frankly, because a lot of the teams <laughs> they were going to play down the stretch just didn't even get invited here. Yeah, I just don't understand the game time decision because what happens with the next game? Is that a game? Like, what is the decision? What what is the decision based off of? If it's limiting his minutes, okay, put him in the lineup, let him play five minutes each quarter or four minutes each quarter, let him play the first half or something. That's where I just I'm I'm not sure I understand what's going on here. It does feel unnecessarily complicated. There's no question. I think part of their hesitation was that because of the way the quarantine period worked, he wasn't able to come back and go through a full practice, like a full contact five-on-five practice on either Tuesday or Wednesday. So he's only sort of done light stuff with his teammates um, here over the last two weeks. It's really been almost you know more than two weeks at this point where he's gone through the full practice. So I think that's kind of the hang-up, or there's just something that they're not telling us. I mean, those are kind of your two options. Uh, to me, for a player of this magnitude, it's not going to last like this forever, Dan. You know how this goes. He's going to become 21, 22 years old, and he's going to say, you know what, I respect your health protocols and all that, but I'm in charge here. I'm the show, and I want to play. And he's not there yet. You know, he, he was kind of smiling and smirking through all the game time stuff yesterday. Uh, he did say he's a hooper, and he wants to play kind of no matter what. And I think that that's going to become a, a driving theme for him going forward. It's like he's going to want to be in control of his own availability. How much pressure is on LeBron? Well, LeBron's got a lot of pressure, but he's also got the most to possibly gain here, right? I mean, think about this opportunity where he could get a fourth ring. I don't think people would hit him with the asterisk talk because he's won before in Miami. He's won before in Cleveland. So he comes down here. If he winds up winning this thing in Orlando, his fourth title, his uh, you know third with a different franchise, you know another M- finals MVP possibly to add to the mix, it just adds to his legacy, especially when you factor in uh, just the incredible emotional turmoil that franchise has gone through with this season, whether it's the Kobe Bryant fact or everything else. Uh, to me, I think he winds up being one of the guys who's down here the most focused, but also looking to make a statement off the court too. We already heard extended comments from him about Brianna Taylor that went all over the internet, millions of views after a scrimmage game. Uh, I know these players are planning a lot of different things on the Black Lives Matters front. And again, I think LeBron winds up having a lot to gain there too, being seen as a leader both on and off the court. More confidence in Kawhi or LeBron? Kawhi has not looked good down here yet. I don't know. Again, he, he likes to sometimes, uh, you know, uh, sabotage expectations a little bit. You know, he <laughs> likes to do the load management thing. He likes to maybe not bring his A game off the top. But if you're saying which of those three guys, if it's LeBron, Kawhi, or Giannis, who's looked the best here, uh, Kawhi would be a distant third. I mean, both LeBron and Giannis came out with points to prove during the scrimmages. I mean, Milwaukee's running up these crazy blowout victories in meaningless scrimmages. And you're like, okay, this team's on a mission. 
And the Clippers, to me, they're a giant question, not just because of Kawhi. You know, Lou Williams has the, the Magic City detour. Um, Patrick Beverly and, and Montrez Harrell have both had issues that caused them, um, you know, to, to kind of miss time or to not be available. So I think that they're playing the long game here. You know, the Clippers are trying to pace themselves over the course of the next two or three months. Um, whereas the Lakers, I do feel like they tried to come out and really make a statement early. I'm trying to figure out Kawhi Leonard, and I'm not alone, of course. But does <laughs> does he think he's better than LeBron? It, does he look? Does he have a rival? Does he care about his legacy? I, I don't know much about him. No, it's a strange thing. One of the best parts about the bubble, Dan, is I don't have to wait for an hour and a half after games for him to talk for five minutes because they just do it quick now because <laughs> the players have to get back to their hotel where they shower. So we only have to wait five minutes for him to talk for five minutes and, and really not say anything. I do think he thinks he's the best player in basketball, though. If you look at his New Balance commercials, there was a lot of subtle jabs at LeBron, you know, kind of calling himself the king of L.A. They put up billboards uh, near Staples Center saying the same thing. You know, the throne is his kind of right now. If you go back to last season's sensational postseason run um, with the Toronto Raptors, and he was really good during the regular season, too. I think people just assume he misses tons and tons of times because of injury, but that really wasn't the case this year. I mean, he put up, you know, monster numbers and was a very consistent, reliable force for the Clippers. Um, and I think that this whole playoffs, if everybody stays healthy, it's really setting up as like rock, paper, scissors, LeBron, Giannis, or Kawhi. Which one of those guys is going to be the best player in basketball? Which one of those teams is going to win the title? That's how I see it kind of heading into opening night. That's good. Have you used rock, paper, scissors in one of your columns? Not yet, but maybe I'm giving you the, the first version. I'm running the draft by you, all right? Oh, no, I like it. Are, do you get to cover the games in person tonight? Absolutely, yeah. It's a very strange situation here. We have great seats. You know, we're basically 10 feet from the action. We could hear guys talking. We heard LeBron call himself the baddest man on the planet after dunking <laughs> during a scrimmage. I heard Giannis going after a referee saying, you know, that wasn't an offensive foul call. I dunked through him. What are you talking about? Uh, you know, can we're you quote, though, Ben, what you hear on the floor can you quote that? I uh, certainly can. I'm, I'm going to be judicious. I'm going to try to, like, you know, we have okay. young listeners reading tweets, right? But certainly, yeah, uh, it's, I think it's fair game at this point. I've seen other writers do that. Um, I especially think if it's a newsworthy situation, like if there's a flagrant foul or if there's, a, you know, an argument back and forth, somebody gets ejected. I think at that point, uh, it winds up being completely fair game from a journalism standpoint. But uh, the environment's really weird. You know, they uh, there's obviously no fans in attendance. There's fewer than... 200 people even at the main gym they've constructed down here so you think about when was the last time lebron played a basketball game in front of fewer than 200 people he was probably in fourth grade you know i mean it's been a long <laughs> long time so um you know there, there's been adjustments the players are already used to it though they've said you know it feels a little bit like a pickup environment all the video boards and other graphics and sounds they've set up doesn't really throw them off um and so you know we'll see if that's how it plays out tonight too they've had the dress rehearsals now we'll see if everything goes right uh, according to plan. Great to talk to you. Thanks for joining us, Ben. I'm glad you cleaned up your room, too. That's really nice <laughs> That's of you. That's right. Just, <laughs> just for you, all right? Yeah, mom could be watching. She wants to make sure that you're cleaning up. Make your bed next time, Ben. Thanks for joining us. All right, take care. That's Ben Golliver. He covers the NBA for the Washington Post. Good appearance there for Ben. You know, Alan, our IT guy, when Ben called in, he was like, uh, you know, Dan may ask you to show us uh, your room there. You might want to clean it up. So he, he got off of his Zoom and then started cleaning up his room a little bit there. All righty. Uh, so we got a poll question. We'll check in with the Dodgers coming up. Uh, so Jazz Pelicans, Clippers, Lakers coming up. Uh, anything else? I did mention the top 100 players that everybody is breathlessly talking about here. That uh, Lamar Jackson's the number one player in the NFL, as voted on by the players in the NFL. This isn't one of those that I can blame the media. I'm, And I'm not even blaming the players. If the players think Lamar Jackson's the best player, I'm okay with that. But I would say this, well, I did say this. If I said to all the players in the NFL, who do you want as your quarterback? Is, is Lamar Jackson going to win that vote as well? And I don't think he will. Now, he should if he's the number one player in the NFL as voted on and revealed by the NFL Network. And if it's not Lamar Jackson, then you're supposed to take Russell Wilson. He's second on that list. Patrick Mahomes is fourth. Same position as he was last year. I'm surprised Christian McCaffrey is sixth on the uh, the list. George Kittle is seventh. DeAndre Hopkins is eighth. Uh, Derrick Henry 
was 10. Do we know where Derrick Henry was a year ago, McLovin? Because that is a pretty big jump there. Drew Brees was second on this list last year. He's now 12th. Aaron Rodgers dropped. Nick Bosa jumped up there a little bit. Khalil Mack was high on the list last year. He's dropped. Deshaun Watson will probably be in the top 15 next year. He's 20th right now. Uh, Dalvin Cook is there. Tyree Kill. Zeke Elliott, 24th. But I know the Kansas City Chiefs fans, they're upset because Patrick Mahomes is fourth on the list. That shouldn't upset you. Who cares? Okay. He's fourth on the list. You still have him for another decade, and you just won the Super Bowl. Yes, McLevin. Uh, so Derek Henry's 99. He last, went from 2019. Is that the biggest jump of any player from oh, from geez. 99 to 10? Uh, yeah, it's got to be, right? Unless there's somebody who wasn't on the list at all. Isn't he the year. same player as he was the previous year? Obviously not. <laughs> Kittle probably jumped pretty big. Kittle, that's, that's a big leap there. The seventh overall. He's going to get paid. I think he's... Uh, they're talking about his contract. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Kittle's... Well, actually, you know, Kittle was 29 in 2019. That surprises me. People love them some George Kittle. Well, I think that he, he got... You know, you had your playoff run. Also, he's an interesting personality. And I think that people became more aware of him. But how was he 29 the year before? I didn't vote on this. Yeah, no, I'm surprised. because I feel like it all happened for him this year. I got I Jimmy Garoppolo is 43rd on this. And I had, I had somebody yesterday, NFL personnel person, say, what do you got against Jimmy Garoppolo? I go, I don't have anything against him. I just don't see greatness. And I said, if he's so great, why did the why did his own coaching staff and GM kick the tires on Tom Brady? Houston didn't do that with Deshaun Watson. Kansas City didn't do that. Baltimore didn't do that. Seattle didn't do it. And this is a Super Bowl team, and they were thinking about bringing in Tom Brady. I, I don't get it. I don't get it with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. And maybe he, you know, shuts me up and throws for 30 touchdowns and five interceptions. But, you know, they've got – I'm trying to think who else is uh, – what other quarterbacks are – Kirk Cousins is lower on the list. Um, any other quarterbacks in there? I mean, if you said that I could have Kyler Murray or Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm taking Kyler Murray. Now, I wouldn't take Josh Allen over him or Sam Darnold and some of these other players, but at his age, how, how old is Garoppolo, 27 or 28? So you get to that point, you kind of figure out who the quarterback is. Your big leap is your rookie year to like your second or third year. Do you make that you know seismic shift and then we see greatness? We see potential, then we, actual, we see the actual greatness there. That's what I would... We saw that with Lamar Jackson. There's potential, then you saw greatness. Patrick Mahomes, potential, then you saw greatness. And I want to know, you know, what are we going to... I already think we've seen what Jimmy Garoppolo, who Jimmy Garoppolo is. Yeah, Paul. But it, it's the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, if he throws for two more first downs in the fourth quarter and has a ring, put him up 20 more spots. They would ignore his stats in the Super Bowl and say, look, he fought through it. And in his first big appearance on the big stage, blah, 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 blah. Two more first downs, and it's a totally different perception. Okay, if that's the case, then Jared Goff, if he won the Super Bowl against the Patriots, would he's not on the list. He would be where Patrick Mahomes is. No, no, he no. Would, he wouldn't oh, be four. I'm saying that season, remember, he had that unbelievable regular season, and then the Rams cooled off in the Super Bowl and did, had no offense. Yeah. Everyone jumped off the Rams bandwagon. If it went the other way in that Super Bowl, Goff would be... Jimmy G is 28. He'll be 29 in November. Yes, McLovin. Uh, I'm sensing if if you do have an issue with it, is it because your wife said you uh, get kicked to the curb for Jimmy G, like my wife said? No. no. I mean, if it's a looks thing, Jimmy G is top hundred, easy top ten. No, my wife doesn't watch sports, so she wouldn't know. But if Clive Owen came in, yeah. you know, was uh, delivering a UPS package, then she might say, "Do you want to kind of get you some coffee?" Not during the. Can Super I mop Bowl? your brow? During the Super Bowl, did she see Jimmy G at all? No. Brady doesn't do anything for her? Look, 
Yeah. Look at who she wakes up to. <laughs> look. Look. Come on. Look. Look. Folks. Folks. Look. <laughs> folks. Okay. Uh, folks. Look. Look who my wife wakes up to every day. Folks. Okay. Look. Okay. <laughs> I mean, look at me. Terrible job out of her. Why'd she look at you? Now, you know, Mike Francesa's retired, Seton. You got to kind of keep your Mike Francesa in, uh, uh, impression going. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, folks. Okay. Then <laughs> Bayani. <laughs> okay, there's a couple of them. When when he did the um the Detroit Tigers relief pitcher. Oh, Albert. <laughs> Albert Albert Albuquerque. So there there was a pitcher named Al Albuquerque. <laughs> and a caller <laughs> called up and said to Mike Francesa, the uh, the legendary New York sports uh host, radio host. Uh you know, what did you think of um Al Albuquerque. And then he said, there's nobody named Al Albuquerque. Oh, folks, okay, what is this, silly time? Okay, what's a silly time we're going to call in with this stuff? Okay, folks. Al Albuquerque. And then he, <laughs> then he realizes that there is an Al Albuquerque. He goes, oh, Albert Albuquerque. <laughs> and it's Al. It's not Albert. I yeah. looked it up. Yeah, there is no Albert Albuquerque. Yeah, McLovin. Hadn't he just pitched against Yankees in yes. a playoff game the day before? I think so. yeah. <laughs> the night before. Oh, oh. Albert Albuquerque. Oh, God. And then he would go through the schedule each year. You know, him and uh, Chris Russo, Mad Dog. And they would go through the giant schedule. That's a win. That's a loss. That's a loss. That's a win. That's a loss. So they would do that. And then they would do the Jets schedule. So they would be predicting what the team. <laughs> uh, Buffalo on the 12th. Nah, nah, nah. That's, a, that's a loss. That's a loss. Yes, McLovin. Remember before the internet, he would have Eddie go get the book, and there'd be like two minutes of silence. Oh, my gosh. Eddie's getting the book. His producer would go get the book. And then you would just hear this, nothing. Okay, all right. Okay. What was the book? Is it just some big stats book? The baseball reference yeah, book. Yeah. It used to come out every year. It's 1,500 pages, and that's how you check stats. Go now, get the book. Go get the book. That's a win. It's a loss. The loss. We'll take a break. We'll uh, check in with the doc. Man, I don't know how we got sidetracked, but I'm glad we did. Oh, I was doing my Mike Mike Francesa impersonation while talking about how hot I am. Apparently in bed, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Folks. 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 All right, we'll take a break. (laughs) I'll try to erase that image. Sorry about that. Uh, We'll check in with the Dodgers right after this. It's 22 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. 
To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We'll get to your phone calls coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. I think we were pretty much drama-free last night with the Dodgers and the Astros. After the previous night, uh, Bill Shaken covers the Dodgers for the L.A. Times, covers baseball for the L.A. Times, and he's kind enough to join us. Bill, what did you expect last night between these two teams after what happened the previous night? 13-inning game in a season <laughs> when, you know, the extra inning rule is supposed to get us home pretty early. What happened with uh, Joe Kelly? And I'm, I'm curious the reaction by the Dodgers once they heard the suspension. Well, they weren't thrilled. No team is ever thrilled to have one of its players suspended. But I think it goes back to everything that's happened over the past few months. Because when Rob Manfred issued the suspensions, he was like, you know, the usual corporate executive. Everything's under control. Here's the report. Read what you want to find out. Let's move on. Let's go forward. <laughs> and that might have worked until the Astros had their fan festival in the winter. And the Dodgers were kind of keeping an eye on that, the players were, because they wanted to see how remorseful the Astros might be. And the Dodgers watched the clips from Houston. They certainly did not see any remorse in the comments that they saw on television that the Astros made. And so when the Dodgers had their fan festival the next weekend, they let the Astros have it. And then people thought, okay, great, it's done. We'll go to spring training. The Astros will have a press conference. They'll apologize. And as we might remember from the pre-pandemic era, the Astros had a completely disastrous press conference in which the owner refused to take any accountability. The players were like, you know, it's done. We're not talking about it. And so everybody's been sort of waiting. And at one point in, again, the pre-pandemic spring training, Rob Manfred had a press conference and he said, you know, I think what's going to happen, it's not so much that I haven't punished the Astros, it's that they'll be shamed. And they'll be shamed, as you've even heard, in spring training games. And there were Dodger fans, there was a group of 3,000 Dodger fans that had bought tickets to come boo the Astros in Anaheim. They didn't care about the Angels. They just wanted to go boo the Astros because the Astros and Dodgers, remember, we're not supposed to play this season. Well, now there's no fans in the ballpark. So what happens? How do the Dodgers get a chance to say, eh, we remember and, yeah, we're not going to forget that easily? Why Joe Kelly? Joe Kelly is Joe Kelly. And <laughs> as Major League Baseball's – uh, press release yesterday noted he has a history of throwing inside, I believe is how they put it. So he came out and, you know, I think he might have escaped such draconian punishment had he not thrown balls toward three separate Houston hitters. And I'm sure he will go to Major League Baseball and say, well, you know, I'm paying for a prorated salary. So how about a prorated suspension, right? You know, you gave me six <laughs> games a couple of years ago and there were 162. Now you're giving me eight out of 60. But, you know, Kelly's a guy who, you know, despite whatever you would say publicly, obviously took some pride in standing up for his teammates. And you could tell by the reaction of the Dodgers players, they were certainly not embarrassed by it. 
Yeah, and this is based off intent, though, Bill. That's what's interesting. So just the intent of throwing or trying to hit somebody is why he got... It feels like the commissioner is still protecting the Astros by saying, if you do this, this is the punishment you face here, but it's not. he didn't hit anybody. He didn't hit anybody, but they looked at a history. And look, if Joe Kelly had thrown one pitch high and inside, maybe it's different. He threw inside to three separate Houston players. He threw high and inside to two. You know, other than a lie detector test, I think the video is probably where you say one pitch slip, but four? Oh, I agree. He needed to be suspended for it, especially if you throw up towards the head. I have, I have no patience for that whatsoever. But I'm curious, Dave Roberts got one game. Why did Dave Roberts get one game? Uh, the league said that was because of Kelly's actions. So clearly when Rob Manfred was telling the public, go ahead and shame the Astros, that'll be their punishment. <laughs> he was telling teams even back then, I do not want a festival of retaliation. And here it is the first week of the season. And we don't know how many weeks this season ultimately will last, but if it goes nine weeks and if it goes through 16 teams in the playoffs, Major League Baseball wanted to make a point very clearly that Whatever feelings you have about the Houston Astros, please do not express them with 95-mile-an-hour baseballs. All right, so now we move to September when the Astros come to town. Have the Dodgers moved past this, in your opinion? Probably at this point. I think they've they've made their feelings known loud and clear. Uh, nothing is going to happen beyond that. And, of course, as, as we've learned in the past 24 hours, I think – um, the Athletic had it first, that the protocols now have been changed because Rob Manfred said, you know, my hands were tied because the only way I was going to get the information from the Astros players was to promise them immunity for their testimony because I had already issued a memo that said the responsible parties are the manager and the general manager. And remember, those guys are fired by the Astros. Going forward, enough players said this is ridiculous that the league and the union got together and said, yeah, this is ridiculous. And if this happens again, players will be subject to discipline. Yeah. I just wondered if you had former players, since that's how this all started, a former player is the one that had the story about the Astros. Could you have granted them any kind of immunity or you, you probably didn't even need to do that where you could have punished the Astros. And that was what was surprising that he had to, he had to give them immunity to get this information Felt like it was there um, for the taking. Well, the trouble is, and, and the league found this out a long time ago when they investigated steroids in the Mitchell report, you can compel a coach or a manager or a club executive to do an interview. You can't compel a player because they're represented by the players' union. Yeah. So the George Mitchell report had a ton of holes, not through – anybody's fault on the Mitchell team, but because he said, I've got all this information, I'm going to present what I have, but I asked the players to corroborate, to sit for an interview, to tell me what I got wrong, and they just wouldn't do it. And I think Manfred needed to make sure, look, I've got one guy, I don't know his motivation, maybe he's a truth seeker, maybe he's a disgruntled ex-employee who obviously isn't playing for the Astros anymore. I need to corroborate this information. And that's what he had at the time. And again, going forward, that won't be the pattern, but that's what they had and that's what they did. I thought Oral Horsheiser had a great line last night. Was that when El Tuve uh, struck out? And uh, yeah. then yeah. he said, it's tougher when you're guessing than when you're knowing what's coming. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The uh, Dodgers television station, which is uh, actually a team owned station was uh quite uh, in Mr. Kelly's corner over the last couple of days. And rightfully so these are, you know, employees that are number one paid by the team, but more importantly, these are guys that have played the game. They're respected guys like Oral, Nomar Garcia Parra, Jerry Hairston Jr. And usually you try and modulate what you have to say a little bit, but they were <laughs> no holds barred, you know, you're a Dodger fan and these guys are in your corner. And uh, frankly, a lot of people around baseball, thought that Joe Kelly was in the right because if you looked on social media yesterday, it wasn't just Dodger guys that were coming out to support him. It was people like Marcus Stroman, you know, Phil Hughes, Jared Weaver, like 
guys who have been there that said, you know, this is ridiculous. If he didn't buzz the tower, Bill, if you just hit somebody in the backside, I mean, you accomplish what you want to accomplish, don't you? You do. Um, now, I know Joe said after the game that there was a widely circulated video during the time that the game was shut down. He was at home <laughs> working on a pitch, tried to hit the Hank Aaron pitch back, and he broke his window. So, you know, maybe his control isn't always the best. And, you know, I don't think short of truth serum, you're ever going to find out really how intentional it was. But again, you had three batters and four pitches, and, and that was certainly enough for the league. If I ask the residents of Los Angeles, you can have the Dodgers win the World Series or the Lakers win the NBA title this year. Well, if you can assure me that we can get enough people together to have a parade, maybe I'd have an idea. But since we're just going to have to sit at home and watch on Zoom anyway, I'm not sure <laughs> which one would be better. But uh, let's just say there have been a few Lakers parades in this town since the last time the Dodgers won in 1988. The grainy black and white Kirk Gibson videos are great, <laughs> but we've seen enough of them. And, and frankly, you know, as players like to say, you never know when you're going to get this chance again. And, and against the Astros, the Dodgers got to game seven of the World Series. And that's as far as the Dodgers franchise has gotten in the last 32 years. Good stuff, Bill. As always, safe travels. We appreciate your time. All right. Take care. That's uh, Bill Shaken. He covers the Dodgers baseball for uh, the L.A. Times. I watched a lot of uh, that pitching matchup. Uh, I was really curious to watch Dustin May, his second start. I didn't think he was great. Uh, this Christian Javier with the Astros looked really good. So starting pitching uh, was on display last night. A couple of phone calls in here. Uh, Jesse in Los Angeles. Hi, Jess. What do you have for me today? Hey, good morning, GP and the Danettes. Morning. I'm um, so happy to have baseball back, but it seems like they just can't stop shooting themselves in the foot because with this punishment to Joe Kelly, which I'm glad you pointed out was the first punishment for a player at all of this, <laughs> but what the commissioner's office is telling players and fans is that they're willing to punish players for breaking the – sorry, they're not willing to punish fans for breaking the, unri the written rules of baseball, but they are willing to punish for breaking the unwritten rules of baseball. So where's the deterrent for not cheating moving forward when this is the precedent that, that's set? All right. Thank you uh, for the phone call there, Jess. Uh, Chase in Charlotte joins us. Hey, Chase. DP, what's going on, bro? Hey, hey bud. First time in a long time, 59185. Question. Every time Reggie calls in, he calls you Theodore. What's the what's that about? Your middle name's not Theodore, is it? No. I I don't I think it goes back to Patrick Aloysius Ewing. And then we started inserting middle names, so he's Reggie Aloysius Miller Jr. the third, and I he throws Daniel Theodore. I don't know. It's it's our little pet names for one another. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, back in the day when we started doing this, he would just throw that in with anyone. He would say Patrick Aloysius Ewing, but then he'd say like Dirk Horatio <laughs> Nowitzki, and his middle name's not Horatio. Yeah, he would just throw that in there. Yeah, we just threw in names. And then Junior the Third is based off McLovin with Robert Griffith Junior the Third. Sorry, it's Robert Griffith Junior the Third, <laughs> imitating himself. I like the fact that it's not Griffith. And it's not junior, but it is the third. Other, and then I think Sal Palantonio went on the mothership doing a report, and he either did Russell Wilson or or it was Robert Griffith Jr. Robert Griffin Jr. the third. Robert Griffith Jr. the third. <laughs> and then we got a Cleveland Browns jersey made up with uh, RG3, <laughs> Griffin Jr. the third on it when he was on Cleveland. Yeah, McLevin. Wasn't there a Broncos fullback named Griffith? Howard Griffith out of yeah. Illinois? Yes. He had, what if he had a son? Howard Griffith Jr. the <laughs> third. Yes, Seaton. And I might be making this part of it up, but I think that Andrew was doing a super early Heisman preview. No, no, no. Was that what it was? No, because I'd already, uh, I'd already gotten a little bit of pat on the back because I was early on the RG3 train. <laughs> Remember, that's a one early call I had. I was like, this guy RG3, I'm hearing a lot about. Mm-hmm. Then I mess it up later on. Yeah. So I already knew who he was. Yeah. Yeah. He gave us some content. That one was great. But then when you said, Aaron says to uh, relax, R-E-A-L-X. Was that yeah. what you said? Yeah. <sighs> R-E-A-L-X. Relax. 
<laughs> the Aaron Rodgers t-shirt. We sold a lot of those t-shirts. Aaron says, relax, R-E-A-L-X. <laughs> I have a coffee mug. It's my favorite. <laughs> uh, you're a good sport about it. Uh, we'll take a break here. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow. Coming up next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets, Meets World House. House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this. That's, day. Day. that's we the didn't problem. Realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. We were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs. Yeah. And <laughs> didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how how lucky we were oh, yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We'll have the Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan on the program tomorrow. We were going to have him on today. If I could say it in a delicate way, how do I bring up the Tom Brady Patriots Super Bowl loss? Don't, I was, don't lead with it. Oh, no, no, no. But I was wondering about this. If you're Tom Brady, Tom Brady, the ultimate competitor. But if Brady and Matt Ryan played golf, and I was wondering about this last night. And if Matt Ryan says, oh, what'd you get on the hole? And he goes, three, 28 to three. Could he do that in a jabbing style? With Matt Ryan, yes, Paul. That sounds like something Michael Jordan would do. Yeah. I don't know if Brady... Brady would not go... I don't know, though. Oh, what, what, what's your score on the front nine? Uh, I think I got... Let me see. I'm going to count it up. 28. <laughs> like Michael Jordan would do it to Matt Ryan, even though he wasn't involved in the game. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, Todd. Boy, don't take too big a league, Matt. Uh, yeah. You know, we got plenty. Oh, you got the lead on the front nine, but... Don't want to take that big a lead because it's never going to be safe. 
Something about how he always plays well on the front nine but falls apart wow. in the back nine. Wow. Wow. Jeepers creepers. Wow. Matt Ryan just canceled, Doc. Huh? <laughs> he's, no, he's still joining us. Sorry. Maybe in a few weeks. Yeah, I gotta I, I have to ask that question. At what point can you joke about that? And maybe you'll never be able to, but I, I don't know. I just have this curiosity here. Uh, Mo and Phoenix joining us on the program. Hi, Mo. Thanks for holding. What do you have for me? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Uh, six one, almost two something. We'll just let it go. Anyway, uh, well, I got probably. I'll take you a fifty dollar bet with maybe a gift card or something of your choice, and I'll raise you a virtual shame of shower. A shower of shame. And and what okay, are you what right. are you what are you betting on here, Mo? Oh, I'm a Lakers fan. Oh, what's the Lakers bet? I'm taking Lakers all the way. Well. Wait, what are you? Oh, you had the long shot. You're, you, but he's betting on a long shot here. Mo. I wasn't betting the Dallas Mavericks to win the NBA title straight up. That's not. Uh, that wouldn't be a wise oh, bet. Okay. I, I was. I think I had fifty wow. to one odds. Wow, that's brave of you, Mo. You were going to take the Lakers. Come on. <laughs> Thank you, Mo. Thanks for the phone call. Wow, that took bravado. I'm going to take the Lakers. Yes, McLovin. There's no Avery Bradley, though, so maybe it's oh, fair. And Rajon Rondo. Mike in California. Hi, Mike. What do you have for me today? Hi, Dan and the Danettes. First time, long time. 6'2 and a spelt 225. Right. Um, I wanted to give a little stat correction. Oh. I believe that Lamar Jackson will have the all-time record for the iconic NFL Top 100 going from unranked to number one. Oh, he was not ranked the, the year before. All right. Uh, thank you, Mike. So that is, uh, that, that's, nobody can top that. Unranked to one. Hmm. That's pretty good. That's really good. But. That's <laughs> pretty good. Thank you, Seton. It might be, it's pretty, I mean, it's not great, but it's pretty good. Well, I didn't realize it until you just told me. So yeah. that is great to go from not ranked to number one in the NFL. Can only go down from here. Yes, McLovin. So you that means puzzled. Mahomes went from unranked to four the year before. Yeah. Not as good. No. It's a little worse. Not as good from unranked to one as unranked to four. Slightly worse. Yes, it is. Yes, McLovin. We got a note on Twitter saying that these players don't take this vote seriously and they put in their own teammates and joke around with it. Yeah, I don't care about the list. I mean, I do it for entertainment purposes. Yes. Meanwhile, the entire NFL has spent the last two weeks reacting to their Madden ratings. So. I know. They, I'm sure they don't care about this one, too. Yeah. No, they care about Madden. They care about Madden more than they do this list here. Yeah, Paul. People only say they don't care about lists when they're not highly ranked on a list. Yeah. When you're the number one ranked blank, blah, 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 you're like, I love these guys who put these lists together. Yeah, it's like Bob Costas. It's not that important when he wins his sports Emmy. And, and he always acts surprised when he wins his sports Emmy. But if he lost for three years or how many years I've lost, then he would really care. It's like, oh, gosh. Yeah, man. I'm embarrassed. I won it again. What's the longest number of years Bob Costas has gone without winning a sports Emmy? Uh, Because he's got, I think, 28. Oh, man, you're not going to believe this. There's never been a three-year stretch where Bob Costas didn't win sports Emmy for best studio host. Yeah. He usually goes like three in a row, then someone else, three in a row, someone else. That's a mean-spirited stat of the day. Here comes that what? What? Yes, Paul. You did break Bob's streak, though. The, the award started in 1993. Bob yeah. picked up the first four of them. Then you in 97 yeah. broke that streak. First cable sports host to win an Emmy. That's right. And since you won it... Uh, the next cable guy was Ernie Johnson. Ernesto. 2006. Yeah. It's hard because we don't have, you know, big events to host. And, you know, for just doing SportsCenter or covering the NBA Finals or whatever, if you're doing the Olympics or the Super Bowl, you know, those kind of things that Bob did, you know, you're going to stand out. And obviously more pressure, more exposure. Yes, he... I think that's what I learned today. You're sort of the Eli Manning of the sports Whoa. Emmys. Well, I was going to go Akeem Olajuwon, <laughs> but... Uh, okay, fair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'd rather be Akeem. Okay. Uh, Eli, Hall of Famer, question mark? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> Am I a, que- a Hall of Famer, question mark? <laughs> Am I a question mark? Yes. 
Uh, Todd, what'd you learn today? Just because he plays in the East, don't hold that against the Greek freak for NBA MVP. Yeah, he's going to be the MVP. Uh, McLovin? Ben Golliver may or may not have suspicious stuff going on in his bubble hotel room. Yeah, I know. Alan, our IT guy, was like, hey, you might want to clean up your room because Dan may have you uh, give him a tour. So I don't know what was going on in there. Seton O'Connor, what'd you learn? You are the uh, disruptor in Bob Costas's almost, you know, do you think perfect he's, career. I know. Do he you was think throwing he, a perfect game. Yeah. And then he, you came along. Ooh. Man, he might, he might hold that against me. Paulie, what'd you learn? Dr. Alan Sills has a lovely bedside manner. Uh, what we learned brought to you by these great wireless earbuds. They're called Raycon. Get 15% off your Raycon order by Raycon.com slash Patrick. That's by Raycon.com slash Patrick. Thanks for all the support. Those who email, those who tweet, those who dial us up, those who watch, those who listen. We'll do it again tomorrow. Thanks for joining us on the Dan Patrick Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits... LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The brilliant EQE SUV from Mercedes-Benz available with digital light technology. So smart, even the headlamps are thinking. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQE SUV.